Do I know who this is? That's what I was wondering. Do you? Is this... I have a thought, but I wouldn't think you'd be playing this. Does that make sense? Go ahead. Is this a new band? Yes. Is it Greta Van Fleet? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued why you like you like it. I like the song. I was listening to some different uh, satellite radio stations. It came on, and um, I'm trying to be more open-minded when it comes to music. Yeah, I, I, I heard this, or yeah, it's it's good. I like it. Me too. I just didn't think you liked them. I wasn't aware that I did either until I heard them. I don't like the idea of them because I find them extremely derivative of Led Zeppelin. But I dig this song. A song is a song. I thought you were thinking it was Led Zeppelin. No, no, no. John Senning reads John's joints. While he does so, I will play lullaby versions of popular songs. John's got a really cool place to tell you about, though, that our buddy Will is helping out with. Had a nice text combo with Will last night. Sends his regards to you, John. We love you, Will. Now tell us a little more about Marker 14. Marker 14 is the new hot spot on the beach. I mean, just envision it. You've got a sweet pool. You've got a beautiful seating area where you can lounge or you can sit in these cozy little areas. And then you've got the Gulf of Mexico right on your side. This used to be private. It used to be a private yacht club. No longer. It is now Marker 14. Not only can you get great food, great drinks, they've got awesome entertainment as well. If you get out there, uh, tonight is Thursday, Thursday. Thursday, tonight at 6, the Frank and Dean Experience. It is a Rat Pack tribute that cannot be beat. Tomorrow night at 7, the premier dueling pianos. This is more than just your average dueling pianos. They really want people in the in the crowd to pick their side as these two piano experts go at it. And uh, make sure you look forward to Halloween because they are doing a Halloween costume contest with a $1,000 grand prize. I look forward to telling you much more about Marker 14 in the future, but get out there. I know I'm going to get out there in the very near future. And when you do, make sure you tell them you heard about it right here on Drew Garabo Live. You're going to tell them that we're the Frank and Dean experience? That we are? Yeah, like you're Dean and I'm Frank. I, I was going to just let them be surprised when they oh. got there. Ooh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I mean, it's, all, it's our alter ego. Start spreading the news. I am leaving today. I want to be a part of it. That's good. Thanks. You know, it came and went so fast we almost forgot that there was a momentary discussion and a momentary thought that Jesse the Body Ventura, former governor of Minnesota, could have been our next president. Probably not really, but he at least was playing with the idea of running for president. Well, he gave a statement yesterday, and he pulled no punches and really let it be known how he feels about the current state of America. And maybe it's the uh, the pro wrestling fan in me, which, you know, is very, very gullible, barely any common sense. Uh, but I still enjoy hearing the man talk passionately about the country that I hope we all love. Oh, sorry. Yep, got it. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It's underwater Jesse Ventura. Can I give you my underwater Dude, Jesse Ventura? Well, let me see if all of this sounds this way. We found out that. Nope. 
What the hell? I was thinking about running for president, but I didn't think that it man you want to see if i can play it over well, here where'd you pull no, it no, from no i have it and all the other audio that i that i cut for other things seems to be working fine so if you can just bear with me for 2.2 seconds we're gonna i'm gonna get this for you okay but jesse the body ventura uh i think he could unite a lot of people, even though he may not have, uh, you know, be overwhelmingly excited about the way that, uh, you know, we have reacted specifically to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, he pretty much said, if I can't get this audio to work, he, he said Hitler would have won modern day because people in this country aren't willing. Yeah. Can you can you you heard it earlier, actually, if you remember, if you could just. You know, I'm sick of the state of affairs in America right now. Hitler could have won if he had run today. I really wish I had given my candidacy a little bit more forethought. That was pretty good. Thanks. Hold on, I'm going to hit this button. Okay. And if it doesn't work, then we're just going to... You do what you got to do, homie. No, 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 no. Okay, we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to breeze past it. That's all there's to right. it. That, so, I like it that way. So that was from the site. I went to whatever, whatever. Uh, moving on to Wendy's, uh, tear you know tearing down things that you might just love. Uh, first being Dunkin' Donuts. Yesterday, uh, a lot of people were looking at the Wendy's social media. Who they seem. Do you think they're hiring high-level comedy writers for their Twitter, or is it just that they happen to they happened upon somebody who just does their job better than most people do? That, that second part. They, they just stumbled upon some social media whiz, maybe even an intern, who just started kicking ass. So Duncan decided to take a shot at Wendy's, which is never, never a good idea. And it, and it is a bit of clout chasing. And Wendy's did go on to say this. But after uh, posting <laughs> posting a uh, tweet that says, here's some advice about spice. It's always better on a donut like the spicy ghost pepper donut. Mm. And then there's a girl in front of a Wendy's sign holding a sign that says, listen to the life-size donut. You don't have to settle for spicy nuggets. That's when Wendy's quoted the tweet and said, Stick to pushing the food that's so good you took it out of your name. Ooh. My grandma has more heat in her roasts. Oh. I mean, is it just, do you know you're going to get buried? Do you know you're going to get buried if you're anybody trying to step to Wendy's? Not in well, this case. You had someone who genuinely thought they were being clever and could get into something. Well, and that's all good and fun. I don't, we talked about Duncan at Lake yes, length yesterday. I don't have tons of love for Duncan, but. Wendy's has now come for somebody that we do actually appreciate and somebody that we do actually have a lot of respect for. Uh oh. So somebody tweeted at Floor Gang tweets tweets top five things Eminem's afraid to diss with Wendy's being number one. Mm. Wendy's responds with, "Please don't make him do it. My pop punk album to recover after his diss isn't ready." And for those that don't know, that is a direct shot. At our good friend Machine Gun Kelly, who seems to have abandoned the rap game after um, after Eminem yeah. laid out his kill shot on him, so why is, why is MGK got to be shrapnel in? Uh, I don't know. That's not cool, man. It's really not. He caught friendly fire. So you talked a little bit yesterday about the Borat movie. I have now watched the Borat movie. So are you comfortable if I tiptoe around what is what is at least known with Rudy Giuliani? Ooh, what? Yeah, like we'll, we'll tiptoe around it. Yeah. 
people believe that, or you, Rudy Giuliani's featured in the Borat movie yes. at a point. Yes. He has now released a statement saying that the footage in the new Borat movie is doctored. He also says the reason for its occurrence is that because somebody in Hollywood is upset that he's behind the Hunter Biden email story. And that is why this came out. He says there was a screening of the film weeks ago in September and nobody made any mention of the scene. So he's pushing the narrative that this scene was added last minute because he's now he's now going after after Hunter Biden. Okay. Which on a scale from and I think that the movie I think all the hype got to me from seeing it on social media yesterday on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being career ruining really bad stuff. How do you rate the scene with Rudy Giuliani? Which I don't know what is, what is his career really now, but uh, I'd say this is at about a six, six, six and a half. Yeah, well, and it's tough because well, we'll save it for for another time because I don't want to give too much of the scene away. Thank you. Uh, and and there is something going on. If you do not know, I've been somewhat hesitant to bring it up uh, whether or not it is Russian information. But Rudy Giuliani's efforts to tarnish Joe Biden's presidential campaign continued yesterday in Delaware, where he visited a police station Monday um, to, f- to to share files that he said was on Hunter Biden's laptop. He shared that with the press yesterday. Mm. Um, they are now saying they have passed along the information to the FBI as well. Mm. What do you make of this of the Hunter Biden email thing. It's weird because it's so it, it's prevalent. It's out there in a lot of ways, but it's it's hard to find one general thought about it. Right. Like there are so many little things always percolating on the internet about what's in there and what's going on that it's hard to take it seriously only because there's so much random stuff coming out about it. Man, it's so hard to know what's real. Like, was it even really Hunter Biden's lap- Hunter Biden's laptop? If so, what's really on it? If so, if that if all it is real, why is there why is it being censored by major social media? I I don't know what to believe, dude. I don't either. I, I wish don't I either. Did. Well, and it, the, the interesting and I'm and I'm not saying this is like a gotcha moment, but I kind of touched on it earlier. While so many people are looking at this story saying it's Russian disinformation, at least at this point, the intelligence community and the FBI says we have we have no reason to believe that. Um, while that's happening, on the other side, unknowingly, there was a massive disinformation campaign that, that is being played out by Iran that was shared all over social media yesterday regarding the Proud Boys um, in an email that a lot of people locally in Hillsborough County received that the title just says, it, the email shows as Proud Boys and the body of the email is vote for Trump or else. The FBI held a somewhat shocking last-minute uh, press conference last night where they talked about Iran and Russia uh, having voter information. They have voters' information, specifically in the state of Florida and other states, and they want to cause chaos. According to the FBI, this is a bipartisan deal. There's no sign at this point that Iran thinks they're better off by having Joe Biden or Trump. From what we're hearing, it's just to cause chaos. They just want everybody in America freaking out, and if and if you... If you believe that there are people threatening you for your vote, that's going to make people very weary to vote and just very scared in general. And it turns out that's not actually happening. And look at where we are with society right now, too, how we're at each other's throats. Not even we've we've lost our friggin minds. We, We are we have been manipulated. There's no doubt in my mind. 
You touched on the social media aspect of the Hunter Biden situation. Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey are being called to Capitol Hill to answer for their company's censorship on the New York Post expose on Biden's family's foreign business dealings. The Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday authorized subpoenas for the Facebook and Twitter CEOs after accusing them of engaging in suppression and or censorship of the Post reporting. The Post earlier this month reported on an email to Hunter Biden from an advisor to the board of Ukrainian natural gas company Burisma thanking him for the opportunity to meet his father. I I don't know how much... Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey don't want Trump to be president. Right. But I do know that they probably believe that they helped get Trump elected the first time with a little bit of misinformation, disinformation, and some meddling from Russia and, and all sorts of things. So I we talk so often about in society there's this pendulum, and it, it seems to only swing way too far. So if one side of the pendulum is Russia's getting into Facebook and making people believe insane things, the other side of the pendulum is we're just going to censor stories that that we think could possibly send people down a certain path. So I I don't know. They're clearly not going to be punished for it, but it does feel like it's a little bit one-sided when it comes to the censorship on social media. Last time around, did they censor the Russian hooker wee-wee stuff when it came to Trump? I don't believe so, no. Yeah, it's, no. Just, it's just interesting. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's been an overcorrection. Who well, knows? And that's probably, you know, that's probably what it is. It's just people thinking that that it went so bad the first time, we can't let it happen again. Like, we can't let it happen again to the same guy. Like, we can't have misinformation out there and get the same guy elected. <laughs> Let's get disinformation out there and get a new guy. <laughs> and get a new guy elected this time. Aye, aye. Uh, Miley Cyrus is pretty open about her uh, about her drug use and about the fact she likes to party. And it's not quite clear whether or not this was a drug-fueled vision or something that really happened. Uh, she recently sat down with fashion designer Rick Owens for Interview Magazine, where she talked about a face-to-face encounter she had with an alien being. These are Miley's words. I was driving through San Bernardino with a friend, and I got chased down by a UFO. I'm pretty sure about what I saw, but I'd also had bought some weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop, <laughs> just to be honest. But the best way to describe it was a flying snowplow. It had a big plow in the front of it, and it was glowing yellow. I did see it flying, and my friend saw it too. There were a couple other cars on the road, and they also stopped to look. I didn't feel threatened at all, actually, but I did see a being sitting in the front of the flying object. It looked at me, and we made eye contact. And I think that's what really shook me, looking into the eyes of something that I couldn't quite wrap my head around. How many of us haven't gotten a hold of that weed wax and mix think we see a UFO? I wish I had. Like that, When people say things like that, I've never experienced weed that would make me see an alien. Nope. Same. But I'm open to it. Oh, dude, that strain's probably out there. Like If you if you know of anything, you know, then that I would be open to it. Yeah. Donald Trump pulled a pretty serious move today when he released the raw footage of his 60-minute interview that he thought went terribly. Um, it was it was extended. I watched the beginning, kind of skimmed through it as much as I could, and then watched the end. Uh, in the beginning, I will say she, the first thing she does say to him is, "Are you ready for some tough questions?" Yeah, which seems to piss him off right away. Oh, he, yeah. He's asking, "What I does it feel? Make the fair questions. Okay, don't be stupid, you moron." Here's the end of the interview. Oh. 
I I didn't want to have this kind of anger. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that well, I said were inappropriately brought up. Questions. They were inappropriately but, brought up. Right from the beginning. No, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Well, and you set up the interview. Your first statement Who's was... Who's president? Don't you think me, you no, should no, be no. accountable to Listen, the American people? Your first statement to me, this is going to be tough questions. Well, I don't mind that. But when you set up the interview, you didn't say that. You said, oh, let's have a lovely interview. And, and here's what I do say. So why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe Biden. I never did a joke. It was a joke. The interview, 60 Minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's hard. Okay, but forget him for a No, but you you're start with me. You're president. Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? That's no way to talk. No way to talk. Leslie, one, one second. We're... we're uh, this is the first warning. I think we have five minutes until we have the vice president step in. Is that about right? Well, I think we have enough. They, they really, we have enough of an yeah, interview. I think we're ready for the vice president now. I think we have enough of an interview here. Okay, that's enough. Let's go. Let's go. In fact, uh, let's go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. Thanks. Oh, sorry. That must have been B-roll uh, footage. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not playing that uh, because I do agree that... The, 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 the media bias is absolutely insane. Well, when you make it your business for the last four years vilifying the news media and calling but, them fake news, don't be surprised when they don't give but, you softball questions. But what comes first? You think that, that, that like when his presidency started, everything was on the up and up? Oh, no. And, yeah, so, so I mean, we could talk about four years ago and what came first, the chicken or the egg? What right. came first, his claims of fake news or the fake news? Uh, they probably came around the same time, but... When you make it your mission for the last four years to turn your constituency against the media, you shouldn't be surprised when they ask you difficult questions. Of course they're going to. See, but but I, I just don't know how it, you can justify it that way when it's probably never been right. Like like when it, like I don't think that when well, he walked into right about asking him difficult no, 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 questions. No, we're not talking about difficult questions here. Difficult questions, I think always. I think every candidate always should get diff- difficult qu- questions. I think it's just becoming abundantly clear the media is not fair and balanced. They're not handling Donald Trump. So Donald Trump. So because Donald Trump says things, the media then throws the book out on anything about being unbiased and just says, you've been mean to us, so we're going to change the game? Oh, yeah. I would. I mean, if I'm the head of a news network and this guy has sat in office for the last four years turning my viewers against me, turning people against me, and saying I'm the enemy of the state and that I'm not to be trusted, damn right, if I get a reporter, she's going to nail you to the wall, dude. Yeah, but what what if that was, what if that's always been true? So if he's, so if in the beginning of four years, it was very clear that he was, ne- that the media wasn't going to stand for him. Right. You could turn on CNN on any given night, MSNBC, you, mainstream NBC, and just get the vibe that these are people that don't support the president and they're always going to have an anti-slant. Sure. If you're the president, you just bend over and take it and you never say a word about yeah. it. Yeah. Or you find a way to do it like Barack Obama did with Fox News, who skewered him at every sense of the way, but he never sat there and turned into a baby in an interview. Well, see, that's the thing is that now it's now it's everywhere. And it's even depending on if you ask Trump, he wouldn't even tell you he's getting a fair right. shot on Fox News. Right. So it's different when then it was like Fox News was the outlier. Sure. Now, why is it? Because he's a Republican. No. That, that it every, it's everywhere. But if you want to see news that isn't 
pro or that, that is pro Trump, you've got to go to OANN, which I don't even know what the hell that is, and it probably is close to state-run media. Sure, I mean there there is no such thing as is unbiased, right? Because he has turned the media against him. But but, but you're you're not really acknowledging my thought in that they were always against him. They what were always mean? slightly against him, no doubt about it. Like he, they were critical so, Trump stories. They weren't to the level that they are right now, and I think they're at that level right now because he's totally turned the public against the media. Fake news, fake news. This reporter is terrible. They don't do their job. This lady's unattractive. She doesn't do her job. So when they get a chance to sit him down, hell yeah, hit him with every. If you don't want to do it, don't sit down for an interview. Well, right, right. And I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that he is getting this treatment and still talking to the media about 10 times more than Joe Biden is. Right. So I don't know if it does good, bad, and I don't know who likes seeing these moments where he's always combative with the media. I just think it it didn't. It didn't start one way. I don't believe that he made up his feelings about the news. Like, I don't think that that was just, okay, I think it's going to be important for me to turn everybody against the news. Well, I think that Trump started, when he started using fake news for a term that was any unflattering portrayal of him to try to take away the integrity of these longstanding news institutions, that didn't do him any favors when it came to the coverage that they were going to give him. Well, and, I, and I'll, give you, I'll give you that now that has been used as a, as a you throw it at anything that, that's not good for you. Like, there are going to be things about you as a president that are not good, and sure. the news are going to talk about it. So I don't like the fact that fake news can be thrown at anything. But, I mean, if you're an average person who can't look at the coverage of these two candidates and realize that they are nowhere near fair in any way, then... Oh, it's not. They, yeah. they give Biden preferential treatment, and he, for whatever reason, I think it's an intelligent decision, probably stays away from the news coverage. Yeah. Like, he's in defense mode, and Trump has always been in offensive mode. Um, well, just to show, you know, how... how open my heart is uh, there's a clip going around that is, is is from a while back but it's gone really viral of joe biden meeting with the parkland families and there is one uh, specific moment where he is meeting with the uh, the family of a wrestling coach who was killed in the parkland shootings and he meet i think he's greeting their parents and his wife and then at one point his son uh, joe biden goes to walk away and his son uh who appear, uh, seems to be special needs runs over to him um and really wants to have a moment with Joe. And I got to tell you, if this can at least warm your heart and you can put politics aside for 2.2 seconds, um, check your pulse. Oof. But here's the audio. So emotional. Who are the parents? Yeah. 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 I'm white. I'm Chris Hickson's wife. God love you. Thank you. I wanted to. Okay. Oh, this is Chris's son. Well, how are you? Oh. Good. Oh. Thank you for hugging me. Oh. You okay? You okay? You'll be okay. We're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay. I promise. I promise. Now I can be I can be emotionally swayed on a lot of things. When Joe Biden holds this kid in his hands and looks at him and says, "We're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay." There's um. There's a moment. There's something warm there. There's something warm, and, and I think that that probably does a lot for a lot of people. We gonna be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm burnt out. Let's take these calls. Six of them. True Grab Alive. Hello. Who are you? Hey, Drew. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. That was trick. Drew Grab Alive. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, sir? So, John, when they fire Drew, I think this will be your show <laughs> because Drew, Drew, Drew is out in left field. How so, so? Just in the four years they turned on Trump. Dude, it's been friggin' 40 years. I don't know where you grew up, but the media has been anti 
you know, Republican for 40 years, not four years. Trump just so happens to be the guy with the you know what to stand up to them. Can number you, one, and I'm being. Can you just be uh, like uh, teach me if you will? Because I haven't seen this type of Dude, anti. I'm not teach you. You're not stupid. Well, you I don't, just don't try to placate me like you do your other callers that you try. I'm not. I'm not playing your game, sir. Drew. Sir, there's no the game. Bottom, the, bo- the bottom line is this. Here's a sincere question to you, my good man. All right, let's hear it. Let's Unt- hear it, Drew. Until let's hear it. I would, if you'd stop interrupting. Until Donald okay. Trump took yeah. office, I did not see this type of anti-Republican bias. I never saw it in the mainstream media. Where did you see it other than CNN, which has always been okay, left-leaning? So you didn't see it during the Obama regime. Well, he was you Democrat. saw a little bit of it during the Bush regime. Right. But, but, Bush, but Bush was, you know, he was, like, afraid to stand up and challenge himself or whatever. Probably the only person... Uh, Republican-wise, in the last 20 years to stand up to the media was Reagan, and and Reagan was very diplomatic. But you you make comments, Drew. I just asked you a question that you didn't even answer. I asked you, you said for 40 years, excuse me, and you're not. For 40 years. You've got a bias. Anybody Thank you. For 40 years, you said there's been an anti-Republican bias in the media, and I just haven't seen it until now. Now there is one. I, there is definitely one. Well, and, and Kevin Lawton tweets, Trump is only used to softballs from Fox News, can't handle questions. Did he not just sit down with Chris Wallace? And wasn't that the start of all of these hard-hitting questions where Trump is pulling out paperwork and, and, and they're debating hard things? So, you know, to me, the talking point of Fox News, like, it can go away because Trump doesn't feel... I mean, if, if he's not feeling like they're being nice to him, then how can ever? I mean, I just don't think the Fox News that we used to know in the in previous years is the Fox News. Maybe a little more friendly than CNN, but I don't think that says much at this point. Fox News used to blindly support the right no matter what, and they have been unafraid to have their commentators and their anchors say things against Donald Trump, and he no longer sees that as a safe space. Now, I'll tell you this, kind of on what you said when when it comes to the media being over Trump calling them fake news, I think that has been the downfall of his relationship with Fox News because Fox News hasn't always been able to differentiate themselves from everyone else. So I think that the powers to be at CNN and MSNBC, like they're going to do what they're going to do. But Fox News specifically, I think they could no longer, you know, placate to him the way that they had in years past because he was just lumping them in with everybody else. And when you look at what the way reporters have been treated at these Trump rallies, they've been vilified. I mean, they've been threatened. And is that their network's fault? Is that Trump's fault? Who knows? But there's a culture now that was either created by Trump, his followers, etc., of the news is fake news, and they're out to get us. And they were never that fair to begin with. And I mean, we, if you try to take Trump out of it, which is nearly impossible, and we just talk about everything everywhere is trying to manipulate us like like the news has an agenda no no matter oh, what yeah. sta- no matter what station you turn on their their number one agenda isn't let's give these people all of the information and let them decide for themselves what they like it's let's figure out what we want people to think and then shove it down their throat no matter what the news station is no right question. left or in the middle they just want to sell you soap uh they do not want to give you the news Drew Grabo live hello hey guys great show thank you buddy. Uh, I just wanted to comment so uh, I'm a Republican and always have been, but, um, you know, I've uh, once voted, voted for Trump in the beginning, but now just with how things have went and listening to you guys, I love your show because, like, you 
usually like say it from both sides and different perspectives. Sure. But, you know, you, you, you look at it from a different angle, unlike a lot of other people. And um, I can say that, you know, in the past years, there has been some like negativity about Republicans in the news, but no different than if you go to Fox News and you listen about Democrats. You know, it's literally the same until, you know, and this year it's been, I'm not going to say it's been any more in the past, or but this year it's been definitely more, but it's mainly because, you know, Trump has put, you know, put Fox in that situation where they can't even stand up anymore because this guy is telling Fox which news anchors that they should fire because right. they don't say the things that they should say. And the one thing that really got me, and John, you know, I have to say, man, I used to, because I, I love the way both of you usually look at both angles. And Drew, he may have a hard time sometimes, but he can step aside and look and be like, you know what? I can see that point. And you know what? Yeah, that's right. I can understand. But lately, and I haven't, I've been wanting to call you out for a long time, but I've held back until just now. Because now I almost have, like, validation that you literally try to defend everything that Trump almost does. And I don't understand. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you, like, oh, no, yeah, he's talking to me. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You're, John, you were the one person I thought was sure that, like, would, would be like, you know what? That's screw that. That's not right. You know, but you've been what? more like. What? What are you, what are you asking? What, what, what should have I said that wasn't right? Oh, dude, just anything. Just, all right. When I would just kind of like whenever, um, whenever Drew brings up a good point, you're always more like on the defense or, you know, sometimes you'll kind of like, well, yeah, we'll put you put out of it, like make a joke about it or something. But you're never like, you're never like the way you normally are about your other topics. Well, Your other topics, you get very, you get very like, you know what? I see that. I got right. You call it out. Oh. But like for some reason, for Trump, and the reason I'm telling you this is because, well, you know, I, I feel let down. Don't be let so down I, because I, he I, disagrees with yeah. like, like John will 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 he can't fake something that he doesn't believe. Yeah. I mean, we're and honestly, I don't even like having these conversations. Like what you're taking me down because I just know that you're not hearing enough because I think I sat on this very show yesterday and said I was grossed out by the fact that Trump was being nothing but a bully towards Fauci and that I think this is the wrong stuff to talk about. I I have no problem speaking out against Trump. This we're, right now. I, I don't That's feel I don't, true, feel yeah. the, I don't feel I don't feel the need to look at every single topic and pick a side. Right now, if I'm not sure if you knew, we were talking about the media's coverage of Trump. I feel the way that I feel about the media's coverage of Trump. If you I, I don't want to do it right now, but if you wanted to give me 15 talking points regarding Trump, there's a good chance that I might disagree with half of them, if not more. So I really disagree with what you're saying on every level because I am not afraid to disagree with anything that he says. Do I find myself defending him at times yes but i also find myself not defending him at times and i don't know what else i can do other than that i can guarantee you i have no narrative and i have no agenda and i don't feel beholden to trump sir what you and 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 for, just allow me real quick sir 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 yesterday sir i just want to i just no i just yeah no it's fine but but what you're doing is what a lot of people do which is you feel like John should have said a certain thing and you don't like that, but John is just going to tell you what he believes at any given time. And in this case, he truly believes that Trump's not getting a fair shake in the media, whereas you might think that that's ridiculous. John has every right to his opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he was right because he did bring that up yesterday, and I did hear that. There you go. So I don't know if it's 
We're it's just there's times where it's, I don't know what it is. It's just. I get it, dude. I don't know if it's the way he does it, but yeah, my, you know, my bad, John. I don't mean to. Uh, no, just, I'm, not, I'm not. I just, I, I just, I, I feel like specifically with this president, there are so many people who can't ever find a single damn thing wrong with him. And I don't ever want to be that. So, I mean, what you're saying resonates with me, but I just don't believe it to, to it all be true. If, if you've got a problem with the way that I argue my point or the way that I say things, that's one thing, but trying to pigeonhole me as somebody who always needs to defend the president. Uh, I, I I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to be down with that because it's just not true. Right and on. I think that a lot of people yeah. can't stand the president being defended for two seconds, so much so that if you do it once, you must be one of these <laughs> evil, uh, you know, racist Republicans right. who, who, you know, hates yeah. everybody. Yeah. So that's kind of what you're doing yeah. right now. And we're just a couple of yeah, guys sorry, who give man. our opinions, man. No, you're good. I get where you're coming yeah. from, dude, but I also get where John's coming from. And we're just two dudes who hate talking about politics unless we absolutely have to and fully realize how divisive it is. And we'll take your calls when we come back. And John, despite your constant defending of the president, <laughs> you sure do manage to look fit and trim. Oh, no, I'm going to lose the deal now. Uh, it's because of many weight loss. Uh, they've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, and Lutz. It has helped me lose over 50 pounds since the beginning of the year. I was so happy they could help me lose that extra little bit of weight before my wedding. So I was feeling great. Very happy with the way the pictures look and everything around it. And they want to help you, too. Get a free assessment. If you go to startmedi.com slash 1025, it's com slash 1025, or call 877-MEDLOSS. You can start this doctor-supervised program that is going to keep you accountable and help you lose the weight you never thought you could. Do it today, and when you get in there, make sure you tell them you heard about it right here on Drew Garabo Live. It's Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone.